Yo, what's good with y'all? Once again, I go by the name Juice on the Loose right now. This is the first episode of season one of my new podcast series, uh, The Mac Show. You dig what I'm saying? And today I got my special guest, one of my close friends, my homie, who's about to graduate from Morehouse as well as I am, um, and go to law school. He's going to tell all y'all about that. Give it up for Maxwell, Mother Turk. You dig? What's good, my man? What's good with you, family? Appreciate you having me. Of course, family. Of course, family. It's always good to have family on. And this is my first podcast series, so it's like, this is like a new wave that I'm going to probably just try to tap in in more, because I've just been quiet for way too long as far as hosting since the pandemic hit, and man, it's, it's just like really been a, it's been the a struggle. The pandemic been like that for everybody. Man, it's been a struggle, man. It's, it's been a long, it's <laughs> man, whew. But to say that we are about to graduate from Morehouse College, yeah. that's crazy. But we're going to go into that soon. Today, what we're going to talk about on The Mac Show, we're going to talk about politics really right here in Georgia, what's going on. Me and Max, we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about music. So, And then we're going to talk about life and how all three of those aspects um, are interconnected connected in some way shape or form for our culture our black culture and our heritage so without further ado we're gonna start off with man we're gonna start off with something that affects me and you and florida just passed it today what their uh voting rights act they're gonna talk about oh my gosh yes they passed it today bro like i i get the basis behind that being the Republicans are really scared. Like they see where the country's going. Yes, they see where it's going. It's, they're losing their grips on the power that they held. So that in that voting, bro, the pandemic showed people that okay, I can exert, I can exert my right to vote without it truly affecting my livelihood. Yeah, like that absentee ballot, you can still go to work on voting day. You, you can vote at home. Mm. Yeah. You can vote at home. Voting at home gives more people access to voting. Yes. More access allows people that you don't want to vote. Yeah. The ability to vote. Oh well, preach. You feel me? Like, I, I understand. You got, you got, so it's if a more people, if the people that you don't want to vote, yeah, have the power to vote, they're more likely to vote for the things that you don't want. Mm. Mm. If you don't have, the, if you're living. In ways that you don't want to, mm-hmm. you're no longer in control. At all. Republicans are losing that power, bro. Like, they're losing their sauce. They're, they're losing, losing their way of life. Literally, as we speak. Because now, we got, thank God we went to the polls this year and we voted. You dig? And we got Biden in office. But now, personally, if within his first 100 days... um. You think he's done a good impact? A major impact, if you will? I agree. Within his first 100 days of, of being in office, I mean, they, he made his address to Congress. Um, and I personally feel like it was, it was a good step forward of what America needed to hear. Um, and in a way where it's like everybody understands, like, we have a president who's... Who, who's... Has common sense. <laughs> so I don't the, think Trump had any common real, sense. You want the real or you want the? 
I want what you want, baby. What yes, you want? I think I really want the real. Let's okay. see what the real. Let's okay. see what the real Maxwell talking about today. For America, mm. Joe Biden has been a great president. Yes. For Black America, mm. the status quo is the same. It's still the status quo. Of course. So you think about this. What was America going through when Joe Biden took office? What was America going through when Joe Biden took office? Yeah, like what was they going through? They had COVID. It was COVID. You had we also had, you had um, the violence going, that political yeah, violence going. Yeah, police brutality. You had political, not even that. I'm talking like Republicans and that that clashing, Donald Trump and Titan riots. Yes. You had that. You had police brutality. Yes. You had all of that. But the major thing was COVID. That's what America was going through. It was shattering the economy. It was it was taking us under. We were slowly dying. Literally. Think about what Joe Biden has done. Since Joe Biden has come into office, 25% of the nation is now fully vaccinated in yes. a three-month period. We went through COVID with Donald Trump, and he didn't do nothing. At all. I feel like in a way, he Donald... Do I, feel, I feel like in a way, though, Donald just... Um, he was just on the side where it was like he was just—he just didn't care. Like he wasn't in the—he was in his right seat for the American people. Like you think about the American economy, which was dying from COVID, literally because everybody couldn't go and purchase things. The Fed came out yesterday and they said that the U.S. economy's annual rate of growth mm-hmm. is at six point one percent. That's four point. That's four times higher than it's ever been for the first quarter. It's six point one percent. Wow, that's four times higher than it's ever been. But yeah, no. Then it or not than it's ever been than it was in the, any of the four years that Donald Trump was there. Okay, okay, yeah. that makes okay. Yeah, so it's America, a steadily increase. Yeah, so literally, America, America is back to being the economic force. Yes. But for Black Americans, he had to say what he had to say so he could get in office. Can you think about this? You think about this. Mm-hmm. Black America. Is just one subset of America. Well, so for Joe Biden to be the president of the United States of America, he had to unite all of the subsects of America. Mm. So he had to bring in the Asians, the Indians, the white people, the Hispanics. He had to bring all of us together. Yeah. So, okay, so he's going to say things that sway African Americans to vote for him. Of course. But once he's in office, do you think he will look out for us though within the, within his term? I think he will, but I mean, I don't know, bro, because you think about he's this. about to, but you but you know he's about to he's trying to get this George Floyd uh, bill. You think this about act signed? What that lynching bill? Yes, he's trying to get that signed bro. three days after my birthday on the twenty fifth. He's trying to get that approved maybe to Congress. George Floyd. That's the police brutality. That's the police brutality. I'm talking bill. like the lynching bill. The Emmett Till lynching bill has been on the Senate for. 18 months, they passed that Asian American Pacific Islander anti-violence bill in four months. And Joe Biden signed it. It's the same, bro. It's the same. We still, yes, black America... But I don't think a reporter has asked them that question yet. I think a reporter should ask him that question. Bro. About the anti-lynching act, they won't. They won't. They're not gonna do anything if it's not brought to their attention. You gotta call them out on stuff. It's the same thing with everything else. Like I personally feel like if someone were to call Joe Biden out, 
and be like, hey, since you passed these two bills and these acts that have blatantly been a form to get rid of discrimination towards another race, then you should do the same as far as the anti-abortion bill. Bro, that's what tears me about Joe Biden's address last night. As an American, that sounds great. Yeah. Because he's done things to help America. Of course. As an African-American, I'm the... I look at it like, oh, this is cap. This is all bullshit. Like, yeah. I see that, though. Like, I, can see, no, I can see. Because you do things. You say you're going to help alleviate the plight of African Americans in this country. Yes. Asian Americans go through it one time. Yes. And as soon as it happens, you pass an anti-violence bill and you sign it. African, meanwhile, African Americans have a similar bill on the Senate floor, yeah. and it refuses to go through. Mm. Not to say but that, then again, I can't put that on Joe Biden because that's the senators. Right, those are the senators. Those are people who are who are elected just, by me. I guess you. I'm looking at Joe Biden as a portion of the system and the, the system as a whole. Yeah, I can see. I, I yeah. It's, it's the system as a whole. The system it's as not, a whole is like, it's like, I don't even know how to put it in words. It's just weird how the system is set up where it's like, we're not even in a position where we can't win. You know? It's not so much that we can't win as it is we don't have the opportunity to win. Well. Because when we're placed in situations with equal opportunity to white people, mm-hmm. we're going to come out okay. Yeah. We're going to come out okay. Yeah, of course. We've never had the opportunity to win. We've never had the opportunity to be successful. We've never had the opportunity to be truly wealthy. Yeah. We because have. when we do have those opportunities... We blow them. To an extent. Not, I don't even think we blow them. I think we take advantage of those opportunities. We just take advantage of them. We do. And we take them for granted. So... No, nah, but personally, did you hear what's going on in India? Did you even take it? Yeah. Bro, like, I was looking at it up, this bro, bro, I was watching the it. The COVID I... cases are... And that scares me. That scares me because it said... Because India was vaccinated. Bro, India is where a lot of the vaccines were even made. India? And they shipped them away. And it was like they never even... I feel like in a way, it didn't even have enough for them. But so it's they like... Have, the scary part is... Their population. The virus that's spreading... It's mutating. It's becoming vaccine resistant. So if that finds its way over here, that 25% of the nation that's fully vaccinated, it doesn't mean anything. It's back to how it was before. We back inside. You think it might get over here? I don't know, bro. And that's the scary thing where it's like if you have the new... Mutated COVID nineteen, and it's like I was watching it today. But it was four hundred thousand new cases today. Today, today. Like what? That rivals the U.S. Come you remember on, when the bro. U.S. was at its peak? Yes, that, that was the U.S.'s peak. This is India in one day. That rises. That that rises to that level. Like, like come on, bro. Like I personally like. It's just. It's mind-boggling. It's really mind-boggling to me how it's like it just 
the, this this whole COVID thing is like really a part of our lives now simply because we didn't want to take precautions in the beginning. We could have been through this. We could have been through this already. I swear we could have been through this. We could have taken necessary precautions so we wouldn't be in this position. You know what? We could have been through this by the summer of last year. Literally. If everybody stayed If everybody had just sat at home for 30 to 60 days. But they're like, but the Republicans like, no. The economy is going to fold. We got to go to work. We got to do our jobs. We got to provide for ourselves. Mind you, these guys... These people aren't just working class. Yeah. These people are the people who can afford to work at home. Yeah. But no, we want to send our kids to school. We want to go to work. Pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and make a life. Like, get, get, the, get the going. <laughs> like, no, bro. Like, <laughs> it's not how that goes when you have something deadly outside. And you have that's something selfish. that's it's that's really selfish. selfish. That's putting the lives of you and over everybody, the collective good of the country. Literally. The country could have been through this by June of last year if you had just said, okay, I don't have to fully prioritize me because the country is going through something. It's not just me going through this. And people wanted to make accusations saying it was fake and it was false and how how this is just the form of liberals just uh, scaring everybody. And it's like, no, if you look at the numbers and you look at everything else around my God, you can't just you can't just think that we're coming up with this fib or this thing saying like, oh, this is this is just something that China just gave. No, bro. This is a world pandemic. This is where something at the matters of life and death for simply Americans who really can just stay home and get this. All, all this could have been prevented. It's not everybody because everybody can't afford to stay home. But, but I understand. No, I understand that the people clamoring. But the two week pan- but the uh, people clamoring to stay home, yeah, and to the, to go out, yeah, were the people that could afford to stay home. It wasn't the people. It wasn't the people who said, "Oh, I actually do need to go to work because otherwise I can't pay my rent, I can't pay my light bills, I can't feed my children, yeah, I can't feed my family, I can't feed my." But no, yeah, not no, and I feel like in a way where. You're right, and that's that personally that's you're correct because like some way, shape, or form, people got to work. Everybody can't just like how you said afford to stay inside. So you're gonna have those people, but when you do go out, it's your priority and your ability to make sure that you're safe, mask up, like take all the precautions that the CDC has given us simply because all this could have been prevented too. Like you say that, but bro, you know we don't do that. I know we don't. And you know why we don't do that? It's not enforced heavily. It's not, bro. If you walk in Tallahassee, Florida right now and you are not wearing a mask, you can be fined to $100 right now. And you can be thrown in jail. Literally, bro. They are not playing. They pass laws like that. There's Atlanta, bro, and I understand. It's a mask mandate. You have there to, is bro. A mask mandate. But there's... Here. Why? Because he, I feel like personally in a way the mayor... Um, wants to give Atlanteans the choice and the ability to like be able. No, Ke- Keisha Lance Bottoms imposed the mask mandate. The governor just wouldn't impose a mask mandate, so people didn't have to follow Keisha's when they were outside of Atlanta. Yes, but but I also feel like 
when she did enforce that and she gave Atlantis the ability to like, okay, like take charge in this, like actually be aware of what's going on. She's giving them that ability to be like, all right, you all have to wear the mask. These are the reasons why. It's Atlantis' ability in being independent to go look at those facts and look at what the CDC guidelines are for trying to street. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's really personally all I'm saying when it comes to something like that. But um, personally, I think we're going to go to the next section in our podcast series, and we're going to do music. Now, personally, Maxwell, who is your top five right now? No, no, no not even your top five. That's going to be the third one. Who's, who's hot right now? Give me your top it could be top whatever. No, give me a number. Um, and why? And then what we're going to do is we're going to play a song or a snippet of their song. And then you want to show Hip hop. Our culture. Okay. Our culture. Baby is definitely up there. I'm from Atlanta. Which one? I'm from Atlanta, so you have to specific. Yeah, bro, to... I just like I'm from Atlanta, so anytime I say baby, I mean little baby. But my top four right now, being from Atlanta, I'm the top four in Atlanta. Okay. Baby, the got a future. Like those are mm. now why? Just because you're from Atlanta? And no, it's just I, I like I like their music. Tell me why you like their music. Like this is a podcast where we're gonna get in it. Like what does their music? What what does Young Thug, Gunner, Baby, all like have in common with Maxwell Tucker? Like why do you like their music? It's not so much what they have in common with me. It's just I enjoy the music. Like I enjoy the like I like the way Thug and Gunner flow on their songs. Like, they pick good beats and they flow. I like the way Baby tells stories when he raps. Yeah. Future flows on be on good beats. Like I just like it. I enjoy the music. It's not so much identifying with the music as it is pure enjoyment. Yeah. Now let me give you my top artist right now. Baby. Dirt. Dirk is up there for sure. Dirk is definitely top right now. Um, Thug Whew. And I'm definitely gonna have to say a gunner Shout out to my brother Sean Sean Nah that's his favorite artist but I ain't gonna lie I don't I'm not even gonna lie I don't listen to gunner like that Bro where's Rod? How could you forget Rod? I'm not forgetting Rod I'm not done yet You see You see You see, you see this? I thought I'm not done yet I thought it was at the four I thought it was only going forward Mm-mm I said it, it did it. There was no number. I said it could be whoever. Like top right now. And and definitely right now. Dirk is up there for sure. Rod is up there. Dirk is up there. Because I mean, they just dropped. They, I mean, they, they were just on Khaled's uh, album. How do you feel about Uzi, bro? Like, I mean, I like Uzi to an extent. Like, I really didn't see. I really didn't like his music at first. If I'm being completely honest with you. Like, it just took some time for me to get on. I listened to it. See, I'm really, like, picky when it comes to music. And so, like, I'll listen to the same songs. I'm, like, very basic. I'll listen to the same albums every other day all the way through. Because, um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Rod Wave is definitely up there, too. I miss 
Rod is definitely the top in my opinion. I'm in because high school music, not so much high school. High school music, like high school. Yes. Like, what else? What else was on that album? No, like, but you. Yeah, remember, from the back, like, bless you. But you remember the original "Love Is Rage," like with Seven A.M. Super Saiyan. Yeah. Top. Top, definitely. Top and crazy. Band from TV. Band from TV, indefinitely. Seven. Now, did you listen to Yachty back in high school? Yes. I feel like everybody listened to Bo in high school. I feel like Bo was a high school wave from us. I feel like Bo and Uzi. Bo and Uzi, yes. Bo and Uzi, for real. Shout out to my boy Christian Patterson because y'all know he's gonna listen to this. He listens to where he was. Yeah, to correct. Yeah, to put Yak up there because Yak. I mean, just because I'm from Florida, and you got the herb up there too. You put up Yak. Little herb, I miss little herb. Little herb. All like I'm Kobe was a great tape. Mm. It was one of his best. Future days. was the hottest out of high school, though, hands down. I really feel like from eighth grade to to high school, he really ran that. Like I think about it, what was it? Double Cup Somali. That whole tape. To bro. That whole from tape. To, no, from like what? Not even from Monster. From Monster to Hendrix. Yeah. Might have been the greatest. Four-year run, or two-year run, not not four. Two-year run. Mm-hmm. I've seen it a long, long, long time. Now, who do you think? Now, I'm first, talking. Maybe had a run like that too, though. Yeah, everybody, I feel like everybody has their time. Like, but I personally, feel Baby's one that it wasn't. Futures was just everything is heat. Baby rose like as Baby went. Baby's was a rise. Yeah. Futures was just. Okay. Already, future is just okay. We at the top, and we gonna stay there. <laughs> it's a standard. I ain't gonna lie. I personally feel like in every album with Future, I feel like people be hating, like hating to an extent. Like I feel like some of his projects, like Futures, uh, it was like an R and B. It was like Hendrix. No, it wasn't Hendrix. It wasn't Hendrix. Hendrix is Hendrix is like Lemonade, but that's another story. Uh, but I'm trying to think of the R&B album. It was in the R&B. It was like he just recently dropped it. People were like giving what? me weird oh, vibes about it. What? I know it. what you're talking about. It was the like Save Me EP. The Save Me. Yeah. I like that. That was a great EP, bro. That was, yes. Like, I don't understand why people did not like that EP. Like, bro, it, it was something different. And people Saint were like. Lucia is a great song. Is a hit, I'm my brother. Good. I got to, bro. St. Lucia is a hit. And, and that is official? Bro. You might as well go on the YouTube, bro. I'm finna play this, friend. You might as well go on to the uh to the YouTube. How the how the old folks say just go up on the on the telly. <laughs> but no, that's I personally feel like future future's always had that status. Always. Since he was in the game. But Noah also felt like he's always been in the game, and people just got tired of him. But still, he's like one of the best, in my opinion. Who? Wayne. Yeah. We don't talk about it, but I'm I'm not even gonna lie. When we were on campus, when he dropped, what was that? It was Carter. Carter Five. It was Carter in college. Yeah. When he dropped Carter, Carter, yeah, he dropped funeral. Carter Five. Dropped Carter Five and a funeral. Yes, when he, no, when yeah, funeral was good, but when he dropped Carter Five, 
and um, Dark Side of the Moon. We're going to take a little break. Y'all going to listen to this right now. It's Juice. And we're back. You did what I'm saying? Me and Maxwell. You did, my brother. We are here back with the Max Show. Um, guest starring is my 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 colleague, uh, Maxwell Turk. He's gonna be attending the University of Alabama. And man, on a law school. Law school, man. My man my my man is about to be a lawyer, my brother. Yes, sir. You dig? So Congratulations on that. Thank you. I just wanted to give you a quick shout out for that because that's a major accomplishment. Even getting past college, but graduating and actually going to law school and attending more school is just more knowledge for the brain. But that's that's really a great accomplishment, my brother. Thank you, bro. Mm-hmm. So right now, man, we're gonna talk about the top five artists, in your opinion. Right now, and of all time. Right now, and of all time. Right now, and of all time. And then, we're going to talk go about... All, uh, we all genres or just rap? We can do rap, and we can do... Let's do rap and R&B. And what have they done for us? Meaning, what have they done for the community? We can either do... We can either. I'll go first. Let me give you my top five. My top five right now. If I had to pick, Rod Wave, Future, Lil Baby, Dirt. And my last one right now, just because it's Friday, and that 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 whole cattle tape made me feel some type of way. Put a Roddy up there because Roddy never misses. Never misses on the feature. So, Roddy, he's in my top five. Easily. Okay. And what have they done for the black community? I'm not even going to lie. Roddy, I got to have honorable mention Thug. Got to have honorable mention Thug. Because Thug have, because personally, with Young Thug, he has done so much for the black community. And we were talking about it earlier. How he tapped into the prison industrial system. He did. Man, how, man Young Thug has really, Thug in a too. way, cultivated the rap game. Thug really just brought awareness to one of the biggest issues of, like one of the biggest problems that in this face. country right now yes like speak on it speak bro, on it speak on it bro real deal 
Thug just like it's hard to put it into words, bro. Like what Thug really just did. Like a lot of people can't pay their bond. A lot, a lot of people in the city of Atlanta can't pay their bond. That's one of the reasons that they had to shut down the city of Atlanta's justice complex. Yeah. Because people were just sitting there. They would have the arraignments. You get arrested. You sit in jail a couple of days. You go to your arraignment. The judge gives you this exorbitant bond that you probably can't pay. And have no way of paying in the future. So you got to sit 14, 18 months until you get a trial. Meanwhile, you got other people. You go to different cities, or you got people in better situations. You go. They might not be able to pay their bond right up time, but they may eventually pay their bond. Yeah. And even if they don't, they can get the trial in four to six months. Literally. You get the trial in four to six months. Like we said earlier, that's your Sixth Amendment right. Versus 14 to 18. Your Sixth Amendment right. The Sixth Amendment, bro, the Sixth Amendment says the right to fair and speedy trial. Come on. Come on. So why doesn't that... So, so how is 18 months... How is 18 months speedy? It's not. When you can give people... When you've proven you can do it in six months. How is 18 months speedy? <laughs> and you can't tell me because it's called... 14 is the up. average in Atlanta. Literally. Like, they've published that. The 14 is the average. When you've proven you can do it in six. Something's wrong. It doesn't take... It doesn't add up. It takes you 18 months... To prepare to try and convict somebody of petty theft. Right. Right. That's what I don't. That's what. That's what. That's why I have a hard time understanding. Like, sir, petty theft, of third degree vandalism. It takes you eighteen months to convict somebody for that. I don't know. No way. No way. I don't think there's any way in the world that that is a thing. But I want you to give me your your top five right now. And then when you give me your top five, I want to see what I want to get your opinion on what have they done for the community, too. So even though our top fives may align, I know there's more things that I know there's more. I know there's more ways, you know. Yeah, mine. They've helped the community. Baby. Thug. Nudie Dirk. I listen, I listen to so much stuff, bro. Yeah, I listen to a lot of music too, bro. It's hard to pick. Like, that's why I can't even do a top five. Like, I have to do, like, at least. I gotta do at least seven. I gotta do at least. Because Herb said, if I'm not top five, then I'm top six. So I gotta put Herb in my. I gotta put Herb in my top five just off that one lyric that he. That he. That he ripped, man. Probably, bro. Top five right now. I'll throw just the little underground. He's not underground, but he's not really mainstream. Who? Bino. He's from California. Bino? Bino's hard, bro. Let me play you one of his songs. Right? I've never heard of Bino. Finna play you. Go ahead and play a Bino song off the, off the thing right quick. Give us like a nice little, what, 30-second snippet? Like a nice little 30-second thing. And... 
That's going to be a short little break. But when we get back, we're going to wrap things up as far as the the Mac show. And once we uh, wrap everything up, uh, we're going to publish it. We're going to make this an official thing as my first episode for season one of the Mac show hosted by yours truly, Juice on the Loose, uh, guest starring with my friend and colleague, Maxwell Turk. Yes, sir. Without further ado, we're going to listen to Bino. little summer vibe that you just played. Yeah, where is he from? He's from Cali? Oh, he's from LA. Bro. He's from LA? Okay, I'm about to tap in on him. His name is Bino Rito. Bino Rito. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna have to tap in on him. Maxwell just put me on a new artist. Man, Bino Reno from LA. Man. Get up with blast all the time. All the time? Yeah. All the time. All the time. Man, thank you once again. For a great episode. Sure, bro. First great episode to a long and hopefully hopefully prosperous thing I got going on, man. I'm just trying to keep myself going in a way where I can still uh, keep us informed. Well, at at the same time, we're still going to have fun and still have a lit time. So, like, listening to music, talk about current events. And at the same time, if anybody else wants to hop on and actually be on the episode just literally hit me in my dm or hit my phone um literally my ju my uh instagram name is juice on the loose no space uh j-u-i-c-o-n-d-a-l-o-o-s-e you dig that is my tag name uh maxwell give the people your tag name so they can make sure that they can follow you make sure that they can stay up to date with your your law school, even though you don't post like that, uh, we still want to, the people still want to know who they just listen to on this well-informed podcast who just broke down gems. My name is Maxwell. Uh, Instagram, you can follow me, uh, the B underscore Coach Turk. Uh, Turk being spelled T-U-R-K. Yeah. Make sure you follow him. Make sure you, when you follow him, at least say, man, I enjoyed your podcast. <laughs> at least. Because he just gave you all gems. We just gave you all gems. 
on really what's going on in the world today. We talked about three things. We talked about really a lot of things within the three things. Uh, we talked about politics. <laughs> we talked about music. And then we also talked about how the music and politics affect our lives. So without further ado, this is the end of the Juice on the Loose podcast series of The Mac Show. Once again, see you next time. Peace.